Welcome back to another episode of the Hazardous Casuals podcast. We are an actual play tabletop RPG podcast using the Genesis narrative dice system, and we're playing in a homebrew setting called Alaria. My name is Matt, I'm the Game Master, and we're thrilled to have you for another episode, or maybe it's your first episode, but we do appreciate you joining us and uh, all your support. If you would like to learn more about the setting of Valeria, or uh, more about the characters, or even check out some of our tabletop role-playing uh, resources, you can check out all of that on our Podbean page, and also you can check us out on Twitter uh, as well. And if you'd like to send any questions into the podcast or possible items or weapons for them to buy, the characters to buy in the game, you can send that to our email account at hazardouscasuals at gmail.com. All right, let's hop into this. We have our full cast of characters tonight. Uh, Save Jordan. Jordan's still taking a break, but yeah, you know, we got our full cast of characters. We've got Donovan, Gavin. Seth with us. Uh, let's do some character introductions. We're at the start of a new arc. So we'll go ahead and do some character introductions. Uh, Seth, tell us about a little bit about Makra. Uh, Makra enjoys long walks on the beach with, oh, um, with a mimosa oh. in one hand. Oh, not a pita colada? And That's the and other a turkey hand. turkey leg in the other. Oh, a oh, tur- turkey leg. Turkey, right. turkey leg. Yeah. Nice. Gotta love those turkey legs on the walk, walk on those beach walks. Yeah. A turkey uh, leg or like a, a, like a like a, maybe a troll leg, uh, big old troll troll leg. I was thinking more, uh, maybe like an ostrich leg. Oh, okay, a gnome leg. Because then he could use the bone as a weapon afterward. Ah, yeah, there you go. Okay, or during, <laughs> or during, <laughs> got to fend off all those seagulls. Or dervs, or dur- <laughs> or during, or dervs. Nah, okay. Ah, what else about Margaret? Or derving. Or derving. Makra is. An orc monk who also happens to be a werewolf. Um, that came out a little while ago and caused some discomfort amongst the party, to say the least. Um, but yeah, he is on this adventure in an effort to find a cure for his werewolfism. Lycanthropy, I guess, would be the fancy word for that. Um, it's not sure if there's any actual hope of finding a cure, especially with these two ragamuffins that he's journeying with. But the best lead he's got for the moment, because um, Morty is presumably working on that, but we're working with Morty and trying to help save the world, and Makra lives in the world, so he wants to be a part of saving it. Yeah, okay. That's cool. That All is right. cool. Yeah. How, so. how old is Makra? Uh, yeah, he's in his 50s. I can't remember exactly yeah. what we'd said. I think, yeah, I got 58 noted on my Okay. Uh, character he's sheet. Almost, he was 60. All right. Cool. Yeah, he's getting up there in age. Yeah. Very soon he's going to be talking like this. <laughs> oh. Like an old, like an old southern man. Oh. Oh. I'm an orc monk. You get over here. <laughs> Come here, you. Come here, you. Mama's thirsty. I'm going to stop a mud hole in you. What? <laughs> You're gonna <laughs> stuff a mud hole in them? Stomp, stomp them. <laughs> that's not better. Stomp a mud hole in them. That's yeah. Still... I'm gonna stuff that's... a mud hole in you. <laughs> Whatever this is, I don't want it. <laughs> no, thank you. <laughs> Best case scenario, this is a donut salesman, oh, and they just man. call the chocolate donut a mud hole. Oh, my. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna get a mud hole in you. See, that would that would be the most polite. Up and pop. Mud holes. <laughs> they, it tastes delicious. 
The problem is the customers that show up and say, I want your mud hole. I'm more scared of the commercial. Can I eat your mud hole? Oh, no. No, Matt. No. You take that those words back. Is your mud hole lonely? Okay, moving on. All right. All right. Dude, we Got just it. wanted to get a nice start on the next Blooper episode. Uh, yeah, I can see that. Woohoo. All right. Uh, oh, man. All right, Donovan, tell us a little bit about uh, Kachi. Kanji is your lovable, friendly neighborhood cat person being, uh, but don't call on that because he'll get upset. It's just about looks, baby, and everybody loves running their fingers through some nice, soft, downy fur. Uh, well, when it when it comes to cats. Anyway, basically, I am the hero in the group with the tail, currently, not during a moon, but that's another story. Uh, but uh, I'm from the dunes, think a lot of sand, and then think more sand, and then think sand, and be like, oh my gosh, there's too much sand. That's pretty much the idea from where I come from. I sneak in the darkness. I strike from behind, but uh, basically I appear, I stab things, and then they stop moving. I hope we don't die in a mine. You know, like I've said to myself so many times growing up. All right. Well, cool. Uh, Gavin, tell us a little bit about Leo. Hi, I'm Leo. (laughs) I'm just super strong and I'm great at selling stuff. That's my whole stick. I like to get in front of the party, so the bad guys strike at me all they want. I secretly have made a crocodile saddle just in case Makra ever changes his mind about the old werewolf ride through the forest. Um, <laughs> as a trained salesman, I like to think more tactically in battle and when discussing things with people, but I tend to be too honest, like a fool. Last we left our heroes, they had set out on another adventure to warn the dwarven city of Dol Gordul of an impending goblin attack. On their way to the city, they were ambushed by a pack of plague worms, but they were able to kill the worms before anyone was seriously harmed. They also realized that they had trespassed into a forest that was the domain of a local centaur tribe. There were some tense negotiations after our heroes mentioned that they were trying to reach the dwarven city. The centaurs were not on good terms with the dwarves, after multiple requests for help in dealing with these worms had gone unanswered. Our heroes promised to try and help out and made their way to a small mining town called Westcliff in hopes of handling the worm infestation and finding some horses to help quicken their journey to the Dwarven City. I said, well, what brings you to Westcliff? The women. <laughs> well, uh, ain't many women in there. We're passing through the uh, Gordul. Oh, uh, the, the Dwarven City. <laughs> What's got you going up there? Oh, sure. We just came down from the uh, Forbidden City. We just fought and succeeded there. And found out that there's an army of goblins about to attack that city, and we aim to get there before they do. Oh, you don't say. Well, uh, I really can't help you out there. I'm trying to get the heck out of Dodge. Uh, Actually, I believe a better description is we're here to fight some worms. Oh, now we got plenty of those. (laughs) We'll take care of them on the way. Sure. Ah, sure. So you're more mercenaries coming in to, to uh, 
Oh, are you guys the paying us? Well, I think the town's been in a tizzy. They uh, they got some kind of thing over in the town tavern over there. I think town uh, meeting or something. If you hurry over there, you probably can make it. Oh. You wouldn't mind helping a old man out now, would you? Trying to get out of out of town before these worms start killing everybody. Well, where do you want to go? Anywhere but here. Well, okay, so we're on our way to a city that's about to be attacked by goblins. Well, I don't want to go there. And we're about to attack the worms ourselves so they stop coming here. Yeah, you and everybody else. And we just came from a uh, a forest full of uh, centaurs that want to kill trespassers. Oh, uh, they don't want to kill trespassers? Yeah, they're fr- they were friendly. They're, they, were, they were nice to us. That's who Ooh. I was hoping to come down today. Hey, sell them more of my gold. Maybe help me get out of this town. I don't know. You bring up one or two dwarven teats and they go all upset. <laughs> and that's how most people act. Nobody likes talking about dwarven teats. You look like you like talking about dwarven teats. No, I don't. Don't you say such horrible <laughs> things about me. That's a lie. <laughs> uh, you're, yeah, if we... we how can we help you get out of here? You just want to go down to the Lithuanian? Well, I got a couple bags. Well, I mean, nah. maybe down towards uh, Blackthorn. That might be nice. Or maybe uh, maybe out east towards uh, Santa Harbor. That wouldn't be, be too bad. I hear they got some mines out there over near the Halflands. That'd be fun. That's pretty never, nice. never uh, been that far out there. Do you like, the, do you like uh, fishing or anything like that? Well, I guess I could change vocations. I am kind of old in my years. Uh, well, if you want to do mining, I, I don't have any contacts there, but uh, Sandy Harbor is my home. Well, if you can help old man out, and I've got some gold bags here, gold nuggets here to sell, but they're un, unrefined. But I sell them to you for a, a cheap a cheap price. I'm just trying to get out. Leo looks at them. Okay. <laughs> I'm guessing you don't trust this guy. Leo, Leo talks in a third person, but Leo's no rube. Um, all right. So if you want to examine his gold, uh make me a streetwise check. Two purple dice. I don't think I've got much training in streetwise. I don't either. But here I've goes. got five green in it. I don't succeed, but I get two advantages. Two success, two advantages. Leo, you think the deal's a little too good because he goes, Well, I got uh, I tell you this small bag about, and I got a for 100 silver small bag, which is it's a pretty good sized bag for, uh, you know, five to 10 grams of uh, gold nuggets in here. And he opens it up, and you see like a ton of like small five to 10, about 10 grams of gold nuggets. But it seems a little something just seems a little too off with your advantage. Uh, Donovan, this doesn't look like any gold you've ever seen before. I, I just start, I just start laughing. <laughs> That's not gold. I would say with the two advantage, if you want to know what this is, you can figure out what it is. You know, it's not gold. Okay. I want it's fool's gold. He's trying to sell you fool's gold. <laughs> A hey, bag of fool's hey, Leo, gold. Did, <laughs> hey, Leo, did you know on site, this guy thought you were a fool? Oh, I'm, he, any uh, any swindling salesman thinks everyone's a fool. I oh, mean, all, I thought he was swindling too, because this this is fool's gold, Mister. Well, 
You now that's well, hold on now. Wait a minute here. I didn't think anybody was a fool. You just hoped. I just tried and hoped somebody would say buy my bag of gold. No, no, no. You don't understand, sir. It's okay. This is a fool's katana. <laughs> and I take it out. <laughs> oh, look. This is a fool's advance upon you. Step, step, step. Are you getting the picture yet? Sure. You're lucky that we aren't ruffians. We're adventurers. Uh, okay. I see that y'all aren't uh, the kind to take lightly to this. I take lightly to it. Well, okay. Uh, never mind then. Go. I won't bother you anymore. What's that? What's that smell? Did, sir, did you um? Did you no. soil yourself? No, I'm fine. Oh. I just haven't had a bath this week. Ah. You know us mine workers, we're we just. Hard trying to make a living around here. Just hey, dying. Dying to worms. No, no. Go ahead. Go on. No, I get hold it. On. You don't like me because I was trying to make get out of town. That's okay. No, no. All right. All right. We'll go. I, I won't give you any coin. I'm trying to cheat us. That's why we don't like you. I won't give you any coin. All right. Bye. No, wait, wait, wait. We're forgetting our sacred traditions. How about this? Before we talk anymore, hold this. And I extend a, a point. Do not take it. Just hold it. I don't think I want to. <laughs> uh, this is how we check to make sure you don't taste it. I've got it. I've got it, Kachi. Look, here's tin silver, right? Give me the skinny on this town before we go in there, please. All right. He takes it gingerly. Does he take it in his hand? Yeah, he takes it in his hand. No, he takes it with his teeth. Uh, he takes it in his hand and looks at y'all and, and like puts it in his pocket. Looks at y'all. He takes it out, sniffs it. Looks at y'all. Uh, you're not trying to poison me, are you? Why would I want to poison you? Well, he said he's going to kill me. He was showing you that 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 something that's called fools can be dangerous. What do you want to know about Westcliff? We're hoping to get fair horses and out of town as safely as possible. We want to just find out what we need to know about this town. We've never been here before. My family's always kind of avoided this area. Well, if you're looking for horses, you got to go talk to Cassidy and Butch over at the blacksmith. They're actually just down the road here on the left at the crossroads. Uh, I mean, town's sort of falling on hard times. I think about 12 of them were killed last night, or at least they never came back from trying to hunt them uh, worms. Got the whole mine shut down, these worms have. They seem to be coming from well, nobody knows where. Town's so, trying to clear it all up because, uh, well, Blackthorn's wanting to hire them for gold or something. Something about building a keep or a castle or... I don't know. They, they're wanting something from them, but, uh, well, they can't do anything with the mines shut down. Of course, both mines seem to be sort of struggling right now with the worms. So you've got, you've got worms? Okay. Yeah, we've got... I don't have worms. Hey, uh, I see what you're uh, trying to do. Uh, he narrows his eyes. I don't like that. That's not nice. Ten silver is more than a fair tip for me to have fun with you. I think it's just as just as nice as trying to sell fool's gold. Hey, yeah. can't knock a bear for trying to make a living. I think we can, actually. 
Some people's fool's gold is other man's gold. Uh, it's at least it's cheap enough for a lesson. Right, old man? Sure. You see, if you sell up somebody fool's gold for a an unreasonably fair price, like you were offering us, that's the price they pay for your school of lessons. Oh, yes, I see what you're saying. You're an educator, you see. Ah, uh, yes, okay, yes, I'm an educator. Sort of straightens his shirt. Yeah, yeah. Oh, <laughs> Willie Cooper, educating the idiots. Well, g- goodbye. Goodbye. Good luck. You're going to need it. Thanks. Why do I feel like me pointing out he was trying to con us somehow hurt our relationship with him? Yeah, it's like, how dare you call me out on this thing I'm definitely doing? are, are, Are you mocking my voice? No. It sounded like it to me. (laughs) (laughs) Hello, my name is Leo, and I call Arkadale. That doesn't feel very good when somebody else does it, does it? That's fine. I just don't think about it. I just start to feel upset, and then I just shut it off. Let's, let's, uh, okay, what time of day is it? It's evening. Uh, almost night. Uh, okay, so he's, let's. Hmm. Would we know to go to the tavern first or to sub horses first? Uh, he said the tavern was where most people were heading, but the blacksmith is on the left. All right. As uh, you enter into town. So the way this, uh, if you want to look at a map on roll 20, you can. Um, mm-hmm. You guys are coming through the west, uh, through the west entrance, the west road that leads to the uh, Centaur's Forest. Uh, this road sort of leads to a T intersection, and um, to the left is a blacksmith. To the right is the sort of town, I guess you say town meeting area, town hall, uh, or the mayor's, maybe the mayor's mansion. It's a very big house. Uh, you see uh, some very, very simple ho- homes as y'all enter into. Big, big house. Oh, lots and lots goodness. of rooms. Stop. Oh, big, big yard. We can play football. Um, as you guys walk into town, it's a ghost town. Like, there's nobody out on the streets. Um, you guys don't see a whole lot of uh, homes lit um, at all. Uh, you see uh, sort of the outskirts is a bunch of sort of um, thatched roof houses and or um, very, very poor houses. Basically, it looks kind of – and they all look very similar you would assume that this is probably like the mine, the mining houses. Uh, you guys come to the T intersection and you see the chapel to the left up on the hill, a circular hill. And to the left is also the north entrance. The right is the south entrance. And you see uh, the tavern in front of you and to your right, sort of the, the town sort of main intersection, sort of a, a circular area uh, where a lot of lot of traffic comes through and you also see a little market to the right with a few this is the first time you see people is a few people over by the market i think it's possible we should probably try to attend the town meeting or whatever that has a time limit from what that guy was saying yeah we should go in there get accommodations and maybe take care of business in the morning makes sense to me that'll give us some time to get a sense of the lay of the land and figure out exactly where these worms are affecting things and find the quickest way out of town. And where yeah. do they keep the pretty ladies that need saving? Uh, well, according to, what was it, Willie? There aren't really any. I think yeah, I was, you really trust what he's saying? Wally? 
Wow. Willie. 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 Trust, trust nothing he says. But I have found that mining towns tend to be a little heavy on the sausage. Now, see, Makra, by sausage, what I'm asking. Uh huh. Oh, okay. I get it. Let's, oh, let's wait, continue. What does he mean by sausage? Man meat. <laughs> well, I walk into the tavern. <laughs> uh, you, you approach the tavern uh, with its warm lights and. Uh, you can actually, from the outside, you can smell the wonderful aroma of, of uh, fresh food and maybe even the slight hint of alcohol. The tavern sounds literally almost full to the brim. People, you even see a few people entering right before you get there, trying to find a seat for the meeting. Um, you, there's actually a young lady sitting uh, at the door. And uh, as you guys approach, she goes, oh, good, good evening. I would, uh, you guys, I know you don't live here. I've never seen you before, so I assume that you are all mercenaries or adventurers or people who have heard about our town's job. Yes. Somewhere in there, yes. I'm just looking for pretty ladies, and I keep finding them. Oh, uh, well, I wouldn't know anything about that, and she pushes up her glasses up onto her, the bridge of her nose. Sexy, uh, what are your Oh, oh, uh, librarian. My, oh dear. Mm. Oh dear. Um, what are your names and um, or uh, and or um, species? Yeah. I, I, sorry. Are you really? Are you really nearsighted, uh, friend? Uh, what do you What do you mean? Well, I, I'm human. I, yes, I, I know you're human. I can tell that. And I'm I'm fairly obviously an orc. Okay. Yeah. Well, I, I don't assume. We don't get a lot of visitors here that aren't humans, so. And he's obviously a dragon. No, don't listen to him. I'm obviously, and I kind of get a little closer, whatever you really want me to be. She gets upset. She's not taking lightly to your jokes. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm just trying to do my job. All right. One he's, human. He's a Dunair. Let Name? Human. Name. I don't have a human name. I don't have a human name. Name, human, human name. Oh, yes, uh, Leo, Leo Thundershield. Leo Thundershield. Okay, uh, or name? Uh, my name is Makra. Makra. Makra, the ruiner of potatoes. I do, I do enjoy a good potato, but that's not, ruiner that's not you don't need to write, you don't need to write oh, that down. Oh, yeah, he, he just it destroys out. them, it's great. <laughs> and you, sir, would be, or ma'am, I'm not trying man, to. You think I'm a ma'am? Unless you swing that way, I'm definitely not a man. Okay, Mark sir. Just laughing, <laughs> <laughs> sir. <laughs> sir, what what would be your name? What are what? Oh, hold uh, on, I need to clear something up. I start to reach towards my belt buckle. Hold on, this will take a second. Oh look, sausage. What are you doing, sir? What are you? Uh, she closes her eyes. I don't want to see. No, I don't want to see. I'll call for the sheriff. I will call for the sheriff. Please, just tell okay, me. Okay, 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 Miss. Clearly, I am joking. Oh, it's all right. We are adventurers. We're here to help. We understand you have a worm problem. I'm sorry for making you a little flustered. It's what I do. Name and race. <laughs> he's he's Kachi. He's a Dunair. I, I am Kachi Rogan, and I am a Dunair. Dunair, Kachi Rogan. And what would do you, you say? Do you even work here? What is your occupations? Adventure. I'm a tradesman. Monk and uh, uh, Latin lover. Or whatever you want to call. Just put down adventurer. We'll yeah, be fine. Got it. I'm a trade. I'm a tradesperson. I'm a tradesperson. Got it. Okay. That's true. You you at least tradesperson monk. 
and Jackass. I mean, uh, Adventure. Yes. Okay. All right. Here's your Nailed stickers. That. She hands you her stickers. Please place them on there. They have your, uh, well, your your name. And it says, hi, my name is Kachi. I am an adventurer. Micro kind of sniffs the back of the sticker. Is this made with goblin snot? How did you know? We just started making goblin snot stickers. Oh, wow. It really is a good marketable product. Do you, do you guys know if it's flammable? I wouldn't try it. I mean, yes, certainly try it. It will not hurt you at all to get near a flame. Is ah. there a candle on the desk? Uh, no. Okay. <laughs> There's a little like a lantern on top, like above the door that's hanging, but it's it's like covered, so you'd have to like take it apart. Do you? So I take it you have a lot of adventurers here. Like we're trying to pass through. Um. Well, there are currently, um, eight. Uh, including you, 11. Okay, so just between you and me, do you have family here? Yes. We're about to go to uh, the Dwarven City up north because yes. we know it's about to be attacked in mass. Oh, dear. By, um, if By we, the worms? No. Oh. Um, we actually just came from the uh, uh, Forgotten City. Oh. We the... just came... Where's that? Oh, never mind. You're uh, sorry. I thought you were like a smart human. Okay, never I'm, mind. I'm really young, sir. It's not that I'm not smart. I'm just young. Thank you for insulting my intelligence. You're welcome. Ma'am, I, I apologize for their behavior. You may now enter. Thank you for making my day horrible now. I, I apologize for that. You don't know about the only city that's directly north of you guys. That's fun. It's named the Forgotten City. <laughs> it's like just north of this town. There's only two cities sir, north of this town. Sir, I'm 12. Whoa, okay. <laughs> you you got to tell us that we're seeing a 12-year-old. What I did upon the intro. Whoa. Uh, normally, yeah. I think I could tell if you were 12 and not a young lady, but, you know, a, a girl just blossoming. No, thank you. That'll teach you not to do what you did. <laughs> this is just, uh, it probably won't, though. <laughs> Come on, guys. Let's, let's get past this red shirt. Thanks for calling me stupid, Leo. You're welcome. Human. Yeah, you'll you'll change your tune. You'll change your tune when we've killed the the, the worms for you. Just incidentally on our way to the probably city. not. I hate you all. You know what? I, I think this town deserves it. Let's just go through. Yeah, but the centaurs are nice. Let's do it for the centaurs. It clearly sounded like she was a young lady and not an adolescent. That's a big difference. What she, what she sounded like was Matt Nichols trying to be a female voice, which is not <laughs> going to sound that great. And what's the stuff about us walking up to a bar and she's like, what's your race? Well, what do you mean your race? And what's a 12-year-old doing in a bar? And was it the bar or was it like a tavern? It's which a tavern. It's a slightly different kind of like that's more it of a place a tavern. for people to yes, eat. It is a tavern. It is called just the, Eagles, the Eagles Roost Tavern. Hey, <laughs> y'all are the ones that are being mean to her. <laughs> what, what, what's your race? I don't know, dumb human. Maybe you can figure it out. I don't have pointy ears. I'm not green like him and I don't have fur like him. 
trying to think about what a dumb race would be. Ah, uh, yeah, mean? probably human. Probably human tradesperson from wherever yeah. wherever Leo Thundershields are from. You know, I like to accept. I like to accept Thundershield. Yeah, she, she wrote that down. I, uh, you know, I like to accept people, but if dumb was a race, I'd be hey, a racist. Hey, 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 my response to you is totally appropriate. You tried to show me your junk and you called me stupid. For the record, I agree with her. Next time, try not asking perfect strangers if they're a man or a woman. Yeah, why are you asking us a race? I've never met a kind. Wait, that's actually wrong. I realize this is terribly stupid of me. There we go. Never Yay. mind. She just, she just leves. <laughs> she lays her clipboard down and walks away. Do I hear her crying a little bit? Nope. <laughs> Man, I can almost hear future us. Wishing you'll you'll figure out why the GM is acting this way in just a moment. Because he forgot one of the characters that y'all will probably meet in less than 10 minutes. Can't wait to find the descendant of the Orc Chieftain. Let's go uh, in. So you guys. And, and, and another Dunaire. You enter and see that it is a comforting tavern adorned with rustic decor. Uh, sort of the, it's got the Lord Antler, Antler chandeliers and. Uh, and it's got a wonderful fireplace going, uh, and it is packed. I'm wondering if there's a burly man with a red tunic singing some song about how no one shoots better than he does, and no one shoots like God's no one. That's how we all got sued by Disney. Like the description of the tavern with the antler yeah. handling, like they just made me. The think of- whole town seems to be gathered here. I mean, this place is packed. Uh, you notice there is one table left, and there seems just about just enough room for you guys over. Uh, and uh, you see over to the right on the stage uh, a couple individuals talking together. Uh, the whole tavern is um, bustling. Everyone is talking about. Um, I mean, it's it's a stir. There, you hear a couple comments about worms. You hear a couple comments about some towns around you. And uh, behind uh, the bar, you see a, another Dunair or a cat folk. Uh, fairly tall, uh, pretty bulky. He's got an eye patch. Uh, and behind him, or actually sitting on his shoulder, you see a uh, dark brown eagle sitting on his shoulder. And uh, he is busy sort of cleaning his uh, glasses and wiping down the bar. Seems like he is getting ready for um, the meeting as well. Hey, Kaji, I, I think that chick out front was just screwing with us. I think she was mocking us. Her boss is a Dunair. And she, she kind of looks, I mean, she looks like she's ready to tumble too. Like, you should go introduce yourself to her and see if. Is it, is it a male or female Dunair? <laughs> oh, it's a male. Well, how, how can we tell? We shouldn't assume. <laughs> By looking, what can I tell about them since I'm also a junior? Uh fairly bulky. Uh he looks like he is uh very strong. Um probably about your same height, maybe a little taller. Uh he is dark fur, sort of like you. Uh like I said, he has a an eagle on his shoulder. Uh, and you can tell he actually has a nest for the eagle up on the um, behind him on the bar. Um, I thought you were gonna say on his head. <laughs> <laughs> that would be like, no, <laughs> no. He's not like Radagast, <laughs> the, the, the wise. Uh, 
Uh, yeah, no, he, uh, he is, uh, he is, uh, he seems, um, like a normal, like cat folk. Um, he is actually wearing a vest. Um, he's not bare chested. Uh, I, oh, are you bare chested or are you wearing that coat? Uh, I am wearing a, um, I'm wearing a long cape and, uh, a vest that the vest from, uh, the sadly poorly, uh, you know, uh, yeah. <laughs> murdered, uh, um, he looks up and notices you guys and, uh, his eye lingers on you, Kachi, just a little while longer than the rest of them. And, um, sort of kind of like smirks and laughs. Oh, I kind of like, he looks like he chuckles to himself. He bends down below the bar and pours, pulls out a tall, thin vial of uh, glistening liquid that you immediately can tell is two moon wine and just sets it on the bar as if knowing already what uh, you will be uh, seeking tonight. And he continues to clean glasses. I, I, I think, guys, I, I think that uh, I, I don't know how to break this to you, but uh, he might actually be another than there. I thought it would be an orc. No. Well, uh, I don't even know what I should do. Should I go say hi to him? Uh, should I just let this play out? What do you it looks like he's looks like he's already poured you a glass. Yeah, get up there. Okay, uh, and, and then I'm going to go up to approach the bar. Good evening, fellow friend. Why, hello there. Uh, you you look an awful lot like uh, like me. I can't help noticing that. With a lot more muscle, of course. Are you from Are you from the Dunes? Well, in the background, in the background, I'd like to say that Makra is making a bet with Leo that. At so, like somehow, somehow, Kachi's just gonna completely piss this guy off. Yeah, he's gonna he's gonna call him a cat or something. I say like <laughs> ten ten silver says the sands poorly. Probably pounce on the the eagle. I'm not gonna take that bet. That's that's <laughs> money. He looks at you, Kachi, and goes, "Ah, no, I am from the north in the woods, the forest, the dark forest. My tribe is there uh, was." Uh, there towards um right in the middle i would say okay well i am i am from the far tribes uh in the desert i actually i am not quite certain what all we have in common other than our appearance they of course all think that we we must be second cousins or something like that ah well i would say that you probably have some ancestors that come from the forest we forest dwellers typically are darker fur and more handsome than uh, some of the other dune dwellers. Well, you know what they say. <laughs> People that are wrong usually say that. <laughs> oh, uh, well, no, I mean no offense, but I figure you probably have somewhere in your lineage uh, a very handsome tree dweller. However, I have always liked fighting with the Dune people. They are, how do you say, more blunt in their negotiations with the canine persuasion. And his eyes sort of twinkle a little bit. 
Ah, uh, yes. Yes, we, we do share that in common. In fact, I was hoping you were from the dunes because I wasn't quite sure being from the forest what exactly your your experiences with, oh, let's just say the moon loops uh, would have been. I can tell you we are not friendly with them. Okay. Well, uh, this might be a, a question I can ask you. Is there any place to get the hand on some wolfsbane, perhaps? You could speak to the fox, the arcane fox. No, nobody, nobody. Are they somebody or nobody? Now you're confusing me. But what's this arcane I fox? I took one of Leo's commercials and I put it in the podcast. Oh, with the, the Thunderstaffs? Oh. Nobody remembers. <laughs> the Arcane Fox, yeah. I was disappointed that the players had no reaction. Hey, if my character wouldn't know it, it wouldn't be fair to be like, oh, yes, the Arcane's a lot. I was hoping for a care out of character, an OCC, out of care, OOC reaction. It's okay. You can go back it's and right. do it. No. Do it again. Say Arcane it- Fox. The Arcade Fox. Holy crap, that's from the commercial. <laughs> the Arcade Fox, yeah. I hate you. Get out of here. Okay, he says, yes, uh, he might be able to help you. He seems to deal in those sort of things. Okay, well, I will definitely make sure to check it out. Is there anything else I need to know? Uh, we are passing through, but uh, we also... Might help out some with the worm threat you'll have going on here. Mm. Well, they are offering a pretty penny for this job. I'm not. I'm not adverse to uh, meeting some pretty pennies either. Well, uh, there's not. If you're looking for the pretty pennies, I would say that you've come to the wrong town. There's not many ladies. Around here, that yes, is... I know. I met I met a a uh, a young fire child outside of this tavern that was quite a uh, in the dunes. We say a kapushka. Ah, you mean Lucy? Yes, she um she got too close to the mines one day, and there was an explosion, and she has uh, memory loss. Comes and goes. Whoa. So we are the jackasses. Okay. <laughs> oh, did you? Thank, thank you for uh, some of the information. At my uh, table over there, uh, do you see the uh, the uh, the one that looks like he could take a couple of hits? Uh, he's a merchant. He might try to sell you crocodiles. Be wary of your gold around him, but he's a good guy. The other one, the monk. Uh, I don't know. I think you should just tread lightly around him. But they are good people, kind of. Uh, jerks sometimes. Mm. Do you own this establishment? I do. Okay. I will. I guess we will attend the meeting. Is there anything else? Can I uh, interest you in some three moon wine? Or is this what you have on tap here? I do not have it on tap, but let's just say that I have some connections that keep me in good supply. 
and you may have this for half price. Call it family discount. Okay, well, at half price, that would be how much? Uh, say 20 silver. Okay, and you only have one? Yes, only, only one for um, half price. I have to keep, I have to ration. I have to be very gentle with it. Not many people drink it around here. If... Okay, well, I will take the one then. <laughs> and uh, maybe throw in a couple extra just for the good meeting and information. What would you, uh, your friends like to drink tonight? Okay, well, uh, the big beefy one over there. Uh, what's something that's local but amazing? Anything like that? We have some dwarven options. I'll put it this way. If he likes it enough, he might actually buy some to take it across the earth and sell it who knows where. Mm. So I'm really helping you out with this one. All right. He uh, pulls out a um, very fancy looking uh, jar that has sort of a uh, a golden seal upon it and pours a rather large uh, drink from it. What about the orc? Ah, yes, the orc. Uh, huh. Well, you could always give him some wolfsbane, but, uh, you know, he's a good guy. How about uh, something local but not expensive? Why would he want wolfsbane? Well, sometimes, sometimes I hate them, sometimes I love them. Wolfsbane is not poisonous to orc. Yes, but it does not sit well. Gives me heck of gas. What did you say he wants to drink? Just something local and not super expensive. Hmm. Okay. He pours something the same. Expensive. He pours the same stuff. And uh, brings the drinks over to y'all's table, which is like towards the right in the corner of the bar. Uh, he comes over to the table and uh, he pauses, sniffs, goes back to the bar. Did he just sniff at us? Did one of you let one go? I, I checked my armpit. <laughs> Let's be fair, we all probably still smell like worm. Did you guys rooms, Kaji? Sorry, what? You got us the rooms, right? Uh, no, I got us the, these drinks. Okay, I'm going to go get us uh, some rooms. Okay. Yes. Hey, um, can we have some rooms for the night? Why, certainly. How many do you need? That's uh, a really weird. Do you need? Do, 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 do you need? <laughs> <laughs> I'm surprised you have uh, lodging with so many people here tonight. Uh, what do you got? What do you got there are only, f- well, counting you, there are only eight visitors in the town. Oh, the this must be are, a really big place. Well, the rest are citizens. They live here. So, yeah, uh, what kind of accommodations do you have? Individuals? Do you have uh, large rooms? I can give you one room each, or two can double up. Neither one. Uh, uh, what's the, what, what are the rates? Well, two rooms would be 20 silver, three rooms would be 30. I'll take three rooms. Uh, hey, what's that drink? Uh, what's that drink you sent me over? Ah, dwarven whiskey. Ah, yes. Thank you. It is the king's seal. 
Oh, what do you drink? I drink many things. Okay, see ya. Oh, okay. Enjoy the meeting and the drinks. Thank you. He, as you leave, you like, you catch him. Sir, sir, are you, are you sniffing around us? Oh, it's uh, allergies. Uh, okay, uh, I've been with the. Uh... Make me a uh, make me a, <laughs> make me a vigilance check. Difficulty. Um, this is gonna be uh, two purple, one red. I just fail. One failure. That's it. Okay. Uh, yeah, he seems to be genuine about his allergies. Okay. Well, uh... not used to all the dust. Do you have any hot drinks here? Hot drinks? Hot drinks. Like uh, coffee? I've got plenty. Um, No, never mind. See ya. Like, (laughs) (laughs) Oh, he goes back to... I I mean, he's a bartender who doesn't know if he has hot drinks or what they are. (laughs) Listen, all I know is ale. What are you looking for, freaking Leo? My gosh, just tell me. Some tea. tea I'm not a barter. I'm not a bartender. I don't know what you want. Some tea to help him with his allergies. Oh. (laughs) Maybe some sleepy time. I don't know. Are you saying he should take some tea? Maybe put some cat in I was going to offer him some tea. I was going (laughs) to offer him a drink. But he's like, I drink many things. I mean, he didn't know what you're talking about. He's like, I don't know. He drinks many things. Uh, so a middle-aged uh, gentleman, uh, sort of well-to-do. Um, he at least dresses well-to-do, steps up to a small podium. And um, two of the other people that were near him, another very wealthy or wealthy-looking type, and uh, what seems to be the sheriff. Um, sort of part ways and go find their tables. And uh, he's sort of, you can definitely tell he's got, you know, the the dress coat, the pocket watch, slicked back, black, sort of greasy hair almost. And uh, he steps up. All right, we're bringing this town meeting to order. We all know why we're here. Mercenaries obviously know why they're here. And, uh, I don't think we're going to spend much time debating it. The, the discussion is before us that uh, the worms have caused a lot of problems. They've killed a lot of our folk. They've shut down the mines, and heaven forbid we lose any more loved ones. Uh, we're here to vote on a solution. And um, you see one of the uh, you see the 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 nobleman that was just speaking to uh, what seems to be the mayor uh, stand up and go, this is outrageous. I don't understand why we have to fix their mistakes. The Fosters have recklessly put this town into danger. My mind has had no issues with worms. It sounds to me like they dug too deep in the wrong place, too near the cavern, and I demand there be an investigation right now. They should, I believe, it is prudent that they would pay for the contract. And you hear the the people sort of whisper and uh, sort of talk amongst themselves. And 
Uh, the mayor stands up and sort of takes some takes a cup and bangs it on the table. Now listen, I will have a, we'll have an order. Listen, Mister McFadden, your slanders accusations have no proof. In fact, I've heard on multiple occasions that there seems to be evidence of worms around your mind as well. Now, if you have evidence to support your accusations, you should bring them forth. Either if you do not, I suggest we bring it to a vote. Now, we will offer 1,000 silver uh, per person should they take the contract and examine, exterminate these worms. And anyone who does not uh, is not successful and upon their timely death will forfeit their share of the silver and split it amongst the remaining survivors. Do I have any objections to this or discussion? The town seems quiet. Um, all right, then let's vote. And they take a vote, and the majority votes in approval. Uh, there is a small minority, probably about mm, 20 people out of what seems like might be 100 that vote against this motion. And um, with that, uh, the mayor steps back up and says, all right, motion carries. And we, if it looks at the mercenaries, if any mercenaries wishes to sign on to the contract, they will speak to Lucy. Over there, and you see Lucy has come back in and sitting over near the door by a table, and you will uh, sign the contract. Yes, Leo. If Leo hadn't been stuffing his face, he might say, can we please exclude mercenaries from maybe killing other participants to make the money? Oh, you would like to make an addition? Well, okay, in the untimely fact that a mercenary is killed by a worm, the other, their share will be split amongst the rest of the mercenaries. Does that satisfy your, that satisfy your, your, your issue with the problem? Yeah, sir? yeah, uh, preventing murder is pretty cool. Thanks. Gachi's going to stand up and be like, but. What if somebody throws a worm hard enough and it kills a mercenary? Huh? He just shakes his head and goes over to to talk to Lucy. <laughs> Makra's like just scratching his head, trying to make himself look like he's not actually part of this group. <laughs> you are uh, thinking it. You know it. You know you are thinking it. Uh, with that, the 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 tavern sort of livens up again. People begin to start talking, and you notice, uh, you notice that four of the mercenary individuals get up and leave, leaving uh, four people, four mercenaries left. So right now, there are seven uh, individuals who look like they may be taking this job. You see a halfling, uh, a male halfling, sort of old, might be a tinker or some sorts. He's got some sort of goggles and contraptions. He's messing with something 
on his table. Uh, you also see what looks like to be an orc fighter, a male orc fighter. And then you see uh, in a ta- the table closest to y'all, um, a fawn. And uh, sort of looks like a, um, I would say maybe a fencer or some sort of like almost noble-ish type. And then you also see a uh, dark elf ranger, what looks like. She has a uh, quiver full of arrows and sort of ranger robes and cloak and uh, a bow. Uh, town seems to go back to drinking and eating, and they seem to Singing be celebrating. the triumphs like the... Of, of Gaston. Yes. Yeah. No one oh. fights like Gaston. No one dies like Gaston. <laughs> <laughs> I'll uh, talk to the tinkerer. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yes. Ah. Too busy. Hey. Too busy. Too busy. Okay. Uh, what? What do you need? Oh, oh, I just thought you seem like the sort of person that knows what they're knows what's going on around here, and if we're going to be fine together, what what do you know about this uh, this worm situation? Hmm. Uh, contract pays good. Worms easy to kill. Huh? You can tell he's putting like together some sort of like. Maybe crossbow contraption that shoots. Because he sets it up, and you realize like it was upside down. He sets it up and sort of like looks down the barrel of it. Oh, okay. Thank you for your time. Just passing through. My name's Gunther. Gunther Stillfoot. Oh, I'm a Leo. Leo Thundershield. <laughs> oh, yeah. We're uh, we're gonna stop a. Um, we're gonna try to help out with the goblin invasion up in um, the Dwarven city. He looks up from his tinkering thing. There's a. Goblin invasion? Yeah. We uh, we just came south from the uh, Forgotten City, and we got wind that there's a goblin army currently advancing that that city, and well, is this there, town was on the way. Is there gold? Friend, where and? isn't there gold? Yes, but are you doing a job? Is it a job? Is it a job? Is it, is it a mercenary job? Did you take a uh, contract? No. No contract. Oh, so you're doing it for free? For free? Well, Why would you well, do this? <laughs> well, they're attacking an entire city. I mean, it's a it's a goblin army. We're trying eh. to... Eh. Eh. Cities come, cities fall, cities... Blah, 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 blah. Yeah, but there's always money to be had with an invasion. Oh, are you invading? No, no. No, we're, we're protecting the city. We're trying to help. Oh, in hopes they give you a reward. <sighs> okay, so if you defeat an enemy, what do you have? A dead body. You have everything they had. Yes. So if you defeat a lot of enemies, you have a lot lot of of dead bodies. A lot of stuff you can sell. I'm little. I can't carry that much. Ah, well, sucks to be you. Thanks. You're welcome, buddy. You know, you've heard of bags of holding, right? Yep. And he has one, he pulls it out and like pours like a ton of like parts onto the table and like starts pillaging through it, trying to find one tiny, ah, he finds a screw or like a spring and like slaps it on there. And like, <laughs> yeah. So what does you have being little have to do with it? Just throw a bunch of swords in there. Go sell something at nearest town. You'll probably get paid better than a contract would have given you. Are you wanting me to help you? I don't understand. Oh, do you Free? want to help? How, how much, how much would it cost for you for, uh, to help us out? A thousand silver a day. Ah, nah. Five hundred silver a day. Ah, come on, you're way off. Yeah, what, what's a what's a lump sum? Excuse for the me, sir. 
You don't know my skills. I'm a good tinkerer. Yeah. Who else is going to pay you a uh, thousand silver for the next couple of days? Hmm? They will. They'll pay you for one project, for one project, for solving the whole thing. I might get more. What if I gave you a thousand silver for the entire project? So they're back. Hmm. Let me think about it. Yeah, and I'll have to see how you fight. Oh, I fight good. Yeah, we just went toe to toe with a skeletal dragon. What's your biggest victor? Hmm. I killed a leviathan with a oh. spear. All right. Uh, wow. Okay, I'll think about it. <laughs> good luck on the hunt. Uh, he, the orc next to him just starts laughing when he says Leviathan. <laughs> this one lies. Well, what's your biggest victory? Who cares? Uh, wow. What's your fee? What is the job? Going and helping the orcs fight. No, we're... Uh, I mean, well, the, no, there's, the there's dwarves no fighting the dwarves. Fighting with the dwarves. <laughs> you can tell, to... like, you notice he's got, like, eight empty glasses around him. He's maybe not there. He's just <laughs> hiccups. <gasps> oh, boy. We are. Um, What would your fee be to just warn the dwarves and uh, fight off what few goblins would be around? You know, little goblins. You can step on them real hard. They'll, they'll, they'll pass out. That sounds fun. It is. 100 a day. What about for the whole thing? Like just one lump sum? Mm. One month or one lump? One week. Oh. Mm. Well, a thousand. <laughs> that's a. Uh, or that's... 700. Uh, that's so no 100 deal. a day. 700, 100 a day, seven. 500. Okay, we'll see how you fight. Maybe. Leo's not placing much stock in them until he actually <laughs> sees how they handle the, the worms. Uh, you can tell the orc's been in quite a few scuffles, it looks like. He's got a, quite a few scars. Uh, he definitely has uh, a plethora of blades stashed here or there. Uh, he doesn't have a sword. I assume all of his fingers are unbroken? Uh, his fingers are unbroken, yes. This is not <laughs> This is not the orc that you tortured. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I don't even remember what his name was. <laughs> it wasn't Stumps. Stumps was in Three Oaks. Right. Now it's Lefty. Then <laughs> uh, after that, Leo will just try to get information on the worms. Just from the people around. On who? Just on the worms. On what the heck we're doing. Is this oh, a okay. million worms? Are we going to be thrown into a Sarlacc pit? What, what's going on? Um, yeah, so, uh, Lucy comes back over and gathers y'all all together, goes, looks at y'all and goes, um, sorry about earlier, I have a memory problem, hope we can put it behind us. If you'll forgive us, we'll forget what you did perfectly nicely. I say, I'm, who are you? <laughs> that's not funny. Um, okay, so here's here's the deal. Worms, the worms came quite a while ago. They started sort of terrorizing the town. We fended them off for a good while until something um, drew them to the mine. And uh, that would be the Foster's Mine. 
northeast of town. Um, the reason why we had to hire mercenaries is because the Fosters got a posse together and, well, no one has seen or heard from them since. And I think the total count is up to 16 now. Um, Mrs. Foster is pretty brokenhearted about it. Mr. McFadden, the other mine in town, is pretty outraged about this whole ordeal. Uh, this is pretty important for our town. So I hope you don't take it lightly. We are trying to secure a contract from Blackthorn for our mine. It helped us out a lot if we got it, actually. So um, all we know is that the mine is sort of infested with worms. Beyond that, we don't know. You successfully fended off the worms for a while before they got drawn to it. What are some weaknesses? What do they dislike? Mm. Um, they seem to be drawn to vibrations or movements. They don't like fire. Do but, they dislike a mine being dropped on top of them? Uh, no, they they probably would be fine with that since they uh, can burrow underground. Other than that, we don't know because when they would come to town before the mine, it was only one every now and then, very seldom. And then all of a sudden, there was a lot of them. And a lot of people have died. And uh, yeah, and some people got involved that shouldn't have got involved. And now they don't know how old they are or who's who anymore until they go and see the, the wizard and fixes her memory. In all serious, Lucy, uh, that is your name, correct? As far as I know. <laughs> is there any hope for your mind that we can help with? I do not know. It, is there anything I can do to help out your personality? Probably not. Okay. Do you want to sign the contract? The work, I'll sign that contract. And he sort of drunkenly signs the contract. The uh, tinker pulls over a chair, hops up on the chair, signs the contract. Uh, the fawn and the dark elf ranger sign the contract as well. Uh, the fawn comes up to you. Oh, hello, chaps. Name is Hector. Hector Proudstride. Nice to meet you. And he holds out a hand for each of you. And you definitely tell, like, he seems to be sort of a, um, I mean, I don't know how to describe him, sort of a fanciful character. He has, like, uh, dueling fencing gloves on, has sort of a, a vest, uh, sort of a, almost a, a hat, a, a, a Robin Hood hat with a feather in it. A what? Oh, I was thinking you were saying he was dapper. Maybe, yeah, dapper. That's a good way to describe it. Yeah, very dapper. Um, yeah, he seems to to be a very experienced and uh, lighthearted individual. He sort of offers his greetings to you. Okay, well, I guess I we won't be shaking hands this evening. Uh, who, is, who, is, who is he approaching? That's a better question. You three. He come up to you three, held out his hand. Is he looking <laughs> at somebody? He's looking at all of you. Wondering if y'all will, he's looking at each one of you holding out his hand to see if you guys will extend a handshake. I shake it real quick with a <laughs> in my hand. 
He has a glove. He shakes it and goes about shaking other people's hands. Hello, Proud Star. I'm Leo Thundershield. Uh, it's, it's wonderful to meet you. This is my traveling companion. Uh, uh, we call her Riley. Her name is Ralexia, but we call her Riley. Don't mind her. She's a little standoffish, but uh, she's all right. She, what she wants up to you? Ralexia, pleasure to meet you. Uh, call me Riley. I don't like my full name. Well, then, hello, Riley. She sort of stands with her arms crossed. Nice to meet you. I hope you don't die. Thanks. I hope you don't die. For the record, I don't want to die either. Yeah. When somebody describes you as a standoffish, you know, you don't have to take it completely literally. Oh, no, it's pretty spot on. I've sort of, well, let's just say life. When life deals you turds, it sort of gives you a frown. Well, you shouldn't try to eat them. You know, when life deals you turns. That's the number one rule, actually. Oh, thank you for your sage wisdom. Oh, furry one. I think that's another merit badge. I've never been called <laughs> this uh, Oh, furry one. Uh, <laughs> I like her. Uh, she does not extend her hand for a handshake. I didn't offer one. <laughs> so, um, you guys um, experienced? Or uh, noobs new to this sort of lifestyle. I, I look at the scars all across my body. I, I'm experienced. Well, have you heard of the Nightbringer? Yes. Yes, the fabled blade that caused my entire race to become this. Yeah. Yeah, yeah I think I would know what Nightbringer is. Thanks. Cool. Uh, appreciate it. Yeah. Yeah, how many shards of those have you kept from being reclaimed by Armies of Darkness? Because we've kept two. Is there a reason we're just going around proclaiming these secrets and things to everybody? You were at the war? Is that what you're saying? You were at the war. You were there fighting. No, the shards existed. I was holding one yesterday. Or, wait, sorry, a week ago. You held one in your hand. Not in my hand. That would have been sucked. But no, uh, wrapped in cloth. Ah, yeah, no, you don't believe me. But why? <laughs> hey, hey, everybody. Hey, hey, everybody. I've, I've held the, the glove of Mythalia. The super really? rare thing. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Ooh. Is that what happened to her personality? Nightbringer happened to my personality. And she walks off and gives you the bird. Cool. I think we're forming a solid friendship. There's so many other ways we could have handled that. (laughs) I get she's standoffish, but we don't necessarily need to bring up, you know, this very dangerous artifact that we're... uh, We we don't have it anymore. uh, We're not saying where it went. Hector goes, yes, I'm deeply sorry, but uh, probably should lay off the mention of Nightbringer. It is sort of a touchy subject for most dark elves. You know, seeing as that was the reason why they were disgraced and basically banished from their people. Huh, maybe they shouldn't have done it. Well, they didn't do it. Actually, your kind did, my good sir. Oh. And, uh, pardon okay. me, but, yeah. So, you, so, you for, for, so Leo would know this, being this is an artifact we're working with? Yeah, so, I mean, you guys would probably know that, like, the humans went to war with the elves. Closet? 
uh, the humans went to war with the elves, and they were the ones that had Nightbringer. And Nightbringer was basically what led them pretty much to victory over the elves until the very yeah. final battle. So, so the Leo's response would be, well, um, well, then she should be even more appreciative that we're keeping out of the hands of people who might hurt more of her people. Ah, well, what is the old saying? Trust is earned and, well, going around saying you've found a, or touched, messed with a ancient artifact that cursed probably a good fourth of her people really doesn't bring much comfort to those who've suffered from it. But uh, I'm appreciative. I hope huh. that uh, if it is true what you're telling me, I hope that that uh, never falls into evil hands again. That would be unfortunate. Well, do you speak Elven? I believe I know some Elven. Oh, so what is this? Uh, what is the title of this uh, this history book? I pull out a history book. Um, you've heard about the uh, the forgotten. <laughs> 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 it's telling all the secrets. Well, like. Like how gracious. Like, like we're just stopping by a small like podunk town on the way to save like a major city. Like, how do we stress that we have to we have to like prioritize something? <laughs> oh wow, I this is a very ancient book. Uh where did you find this? this oh, series? in the Forgotten City. Oh, you've been there too. Saving artifacts and going oh. to Forgotten City. Oh no, those are the, those are the same thing. That was a same ah, trip. same trip. I, I see. Uh, okay, well, um, he looks at it, opens it up. Well, yes, it looks like it's a um, very rudimentary description or book about uh, landscaping. But it's ancient. It's ancient. Do you have any more? No, this was specifically the history of the Forgotten City. Oh, was it the history? I thought you were talking about one of the books you found in the library. Oh, this was the triumph-worthy history of... Oh, got you. Oh, oh, the triumph-worthy book. Oh. I say we keep that in canon. We just making up stuff. <laughs> yeah, you said, I pulled this book out. Do you read this open book? It's like, okay, yeah, it's about landscaping. Um... Yes. Well, it seems to be the entire history of the northern, well, what was supposed to be the northern kingdom of hmm, Valeria. North, well, I guess northeastern elven city. Looks like it details all the kings. And he shows you, you kind of see where like each section ends. Nevertheless, would be the final king. Looks like this is a Ongoing work was not finished yet. Probably magically written. Probably added pages to it magically. It said that he used uh, a lot of magic back then. But uh, I digress. I'm a simple noble fencer from a long line of proud strides. So, Oh, you do yourself an injustice. <laughs> You're clearly a scholar and a gentleman. Ah, uh, no. I come from a family of very... Hmm, Diverse intellectuals, you guess you could say. I chose, uh, I'm the black sheep of the family, I guess you could say. Oh, the black goat. Now, <laughs> and Leo just cocks his that. head. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> he cocks his head, as you say, the black goat. <laughs> well, I, I, I say, I wasn't trying to. Uh, she asked if we're experienced at this. All I'm saying is that we made it into the Forgotten City, we fought, and we made it out. He takes some time. Uh, it takes some time for her to warm up to people. Um, 
but she'll come around. Yeah, I think she likes me. Mm. What's your story? Well, why are you doing this uh, then? Well, remember, black sheep, family don't like me hanging around too much. I bring disgrace to the family. This one talks good. I'm starting to think we should hire him to talk for us. Yeah. And, yeah, um, so I would, I would say what we're doing. Uh, I would repeat the whole, there's a goblin. Like, I want people to oh, know this is information. That's terrible. There's a goblin army marching onto the dwarven city. Wow, I must say. Mm. So what would it cost to have you accompany us to help them out? Free of charge. I live for the good of the world. There'll always be a reward, my friend. You just know how to play the dice. Um, can we insight check this guy? Sure. Uh, two purple difficulty. Okay. Hopefully, I have teammates that are helping out with this. Someone can purple? give you a boost. This is like, die. A, this is like a vigilance or what? It will be a vigilance check. Yes, because I don't trust this guy either. Since he's talking, would my um ability come into play here uh is it a it's a social check right yeah or does it go just with social skills i don't know i'm just responding yeah because it meets what i want to do um yeah sure i'll let you do it you come up with a good witty quip i was like wow you're very friendly although some would say you get what you pay for (laughs) (laughs) so with the with the help of a mark boost i'm uh I get uh, two successes and an advantage. Yeah, I think uh, he seems genuine. He when he says like he would do it free of charge, he it's sort of a joke because then he says there's always a reward in the end, meaning like you guys probably won't be able to offer what I'm worth, but if you're saving a dwarven city, hey, somebody's gonna pay to save their hide, especially if you're successful. Yeah. So I'll say, yeah, and we'll take any help we can get to save their lives. Um, just uh, help me not to make things worth, worse with your friend. She'll come around. Don't worry. I'll, I'll work on her. Uh, she, um, like I said, don't use her first name and try not to offend her for being a dark elf. It's still a touchy subject. If you haven't noticed... Uh, there's a lot of people around here giving her the stink eye. They're not very trusted, Dark Elves. So you show her kindness, she'll warm up to you. May take oh. a while, and she'll probably be snotty for a good day, but she'll come around. So I'm not going to ask her, but how old is she? I would hate to give away something so personal about someone else. I mean, uh, pre or post uh, the war. Oh, she was, she fought in the war. Okay, that's why she... Now I understand her personal nature. Yes, she fought in the war, and I don't know. Uh, her story is her story to tell. Normally, we probably wouldn't ask, but uh, with her, it seems best to make sure we don't put our foot in it any more than we already have. <laughs> oh, my friend, I see you're catching on. You're quite wise. Oh, yes, that's right. I am a sage. <laughs> Margaret just shakes his hand. <laughs> Uh, you kind of notice now that there's like two tables like really close to y'all that have definitely just staring you down. Like if they could, they'd take a picture and they are just eating up this juicy gossip because they're from a small mining town and don't get no news from that bigger world. Uh, when you guys look at them, they sort of like 
awkwardly go back to pretending to eat and drink and and have conversations. All right. Well, I, I'd say this uh, to people who say that, and I've I've heard it said a lot in my time. But how good is your eyesight? Very well. Um, how much do you notice when you're silent? A lot. I mean, you're being observant. You notice quite a bit. Yes. What if you say something that someone's not expecting? How much do you t- pick up on them? Mm. Sometimes you pick up a lot. Other times you end up attracting the wrong kind of attention. And it's not the ones that you notice that, the one, that are the ones you should be afraid of. It's the ones you don't. Those are the true skilled warriors. Do you have any aversion to touching silver? Why would you ask such a thing? We ran into a changeling once before, and if you don't have a problem touching silver, that should be self-evident, right? That is quite an odd thing to ask. I can tell you're not very experienced in this sort of line of work, are you? No, I'm a bumpkin. In fact, I I don't even know how to draw this, what do they call it, sword? Some sort of Mm. hilt thingy around my waist. Ah, oh, yes. Uh, Hold the pointy end, and he winks. Oh, dang it. I was getting so many cuts the other way. Mm, yes, my well, I didn't friend. Want that <laughs> no, but seriously. Uh, okay, so then enlighten me. If you had run into a changeling in your adventures and were very scared that they would run into them again, how would you check to see if they were someone you were talking to that you had just met for something? There was truly experience, my friend, who have fought changelings. Like myself, aren't afraid of them. I tell you what, if you want to run through every single precaution in the book, we can stay here all night and run through them all. Do you have any idea how much I want to do that? I think you just messed up a little. I would love that. Well, how about this? I'll run outside, shaping a sharpen a stake, and stab you in the heart. How about that? Well, if you die, well, then you were a vampire. If you don't. Well, then, you must be a witch. Yeah, two birds with one stone. How about that? Okay. You see how we could go down this this road? But I would say this. I would not mention it around Riley. Um, Dark elves have been subjected to very cruel, very cruel ways of torture and been mistreated. They're sort of feared. I would not suggest her holding any silver or suggest that she's a changeling. It will not go very far with your um, relationship with her. There's sort of urban legends that abound with dark elves. If you need me for anything else, I'll be around. He tips his hat and goes back to join Riley. Well, guys, I think we've done as much good as we can here. What good have we gotten done? (laughs) We have caused so much harm. (laughs) Well, I think we just made two good friends. (laughs) Uh, (laughs) By the way, does anybody know what phase of the moon it is? It has. It was a full moon the night that Mach returned. So you're you're okay. Well, in this world, how long is the cycle? At least a month, if not more. Yeah, at least at least a month, if not more. So it's 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 what waning? Yeah, waning right now. Okay. Uh well Hector and Riley uh settle up to the bar and have a few drinks. 
Uh, Gunther Stillfoot, the half uh, halfling tinkerer, he's building some sort of like mechanical crossbow contraption still. Uh, the orc has probably downed at this point a couple more ales and is asking for another one. He's got his total up to about 15 right now. Um, doesn't seem like he's slowing down or stopping. And uh, the tavern is beginning to uh, dwindle down, and you are approached by a uh, woman dressed all in black. Uh, she's about middle age. She's probably in her late 30s or early 40s. And uh, she comes up to y'all after speaking to the other two groups. And are you guys back at probably your table, I would say, after y'all signed the contract? Did y'all sign the contract? We, we totally yeah. skipped over that. Yeah. Okay. Figured as much. And ha ha, you didn't read the fine print. Gotcha. Nah. I mean, you're right. We didn't. <laughs> no, we didn't. Uh, she comes up to your table and uh, is holding sort of, you know, kind of a purse of some sort and um, says, good evening. I just wanted to come over and thank you for, I know that it's not from the kindness of your heart that you have decided to take this contract, but I just wanted to offer my thanks for you taking the time out of probably a very busy life to come and help a small town like us for a very small price for a very dangerous job. I am uh, Mrs. Foster. I own the, the foster mine. And if there's anything you need, uh, please don't hesitate to, to ask. Thank you. I'm hesitant to say anything because of how often I put my foot in my mouth. Yeah. Are, are we going to tell her about like the Nightblade and Forgotten City? We're not and... supposed to talk about that. <laughs> We've told everybody else at this point. <laughs> I take out the... Uh... The shadowy blade and show it to her. You gave hey. that to Morty. You gave that to Morty. <laughs> the leather. Oh, I, I did actually. Yeah, the leather I think made. you. I think you. Not said, the shard. No, the, the leather one. one that turned. Um, yeah, the one you had. I thought you gave it to him last. I session. guess maybe he had to take care of it. Okay, I thought you asked him to take care of it. He did. I guess. I, I guess. I, he, yeah. I, I thought it's kept in a se- se- sacred. Uh, not sacred. A secret no. safe place. No, I, I had it and I wrapped up in cloth. And... Yeah, I thought you asked him to take care of it. I don't know. I, I, had to I, I think I asked Morty, and Morty then hid it in a certain pocket. Not no. your pocket. I thought so. What did he put in my pocket? Nothing. No one's oh. ever put anything in your pocket. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. You need to keep track of this. He I thought it was a bit of the Nightblade. No, he gave you a sealed magical letter to hand to the Dwarven King or whoever was in charge when you met them to let them know that you that Morty sent you so that they wouldn't kill you on sight. <laughs> so you need to write that down. That is in your, yes, that is in your secret compartment. <laughs> I mean, I want you to since I don't have a character sheet anymore. <laughs> if you guys are not going to say anything other than thank you, then she... You know, bows, a nod, sort of. Thank you. She curtsies and uh, walks, uh, leaves the tavern. Uh, did she? Did she approach any of the other adventurers or mercenaries? Yes, she approached both the tables or both the groups, the other two groups. Okay, and spoke with them. What is? Is there anything I can learn about this other orc, like regarding his clan or anything on those lines? Uh, sure. Yeah. Um, you notice that. Uh, He's kind of a, I guess you could say kind of Conan-ish. 
Conan type. He's got some like he definitely looks more barbarian-ish. He's got some fur pelts and some like chain mail and um definitely some like leather studded like uh jeans and uh definitely like I said, definitely the fighter barbarian type. If you want to make a oh gosh, what would this be? Uh where's my um probably a geography check, yeah. Because that would be about culture. And you can add a boost die for this. Uh, I'm going to say it's one purple difficulty. It's probably not hard because you notice uh, that he has a red hawk on his um, one of his shoulders, his right shoulder. And it's sort of okay. painted onto a not a, a a sort of shoulder bracer that's got like metal and fur attached to it. So um, one purple, one blue die is a success with three advantage. Okay. Uh, so what do you, what do you want to know about him? Uh, I guess would his clan have been friendly towards mine? No. Uh, the red clan or the, the, basically there's three major like tribes of orcs and they're, you could definitely easily distinguish them by their colors. Um, there are um, different smaller tribes or families in in each sort of uh, – there's smaller clans in each tribe. Yeah, that's a good way to put it. Um, the red clan or the red tribe is de- has definitely um, – well, I would say they're, they're more friendly to y'all. Um, y'all were – you were from the far western – Right, you were on the part of the far western tribes, right? Memory. Well, we really established that, but well, okay. You can either choose. You can choose to be part of the red tribe, the blue tribe, or the purple tribe. Okay. Well, I, I remember back way back when you talked about how like one tribe favored the elves in the war, another tribe favored the humans in the war, and then yeah. the other tribe was split. I think. Yeah, the red tribe favored the elves uh the blue tribe favored the humans and your the purple tribe favored the it was kind of split in my mind then um i think what i'd been initially going through character creation all that such i envisioned him being part of that purple clan then okay. the one that's kind of in between all right yeah they would be somewhat friendly to to y'all seeing as y'all are not the ones that they wore the most with the red and the blue sort of and i would say like um red is probably the more aggressive clan whereas blue typically and i would say each tri- each clan in 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 those tribes are like signified by creatures or animals hence why the the red hawk mm-hmm. um and they're probably it's, that probably indicates that like they pride themselves on swiftness um and um, while as like a bear tribe, like they would you know be more brutish, more strong, mm-hmm. um, things like that, you know, um, they probably look to those creatures for their characteristics, right? Um, so yeah, I would say that they probably he probably if he knew that you were from uh, a tribe, a clan from the the far west, he would probably be somewhat friendly. It depends on how. 
um, closely aligned he is with his own people. Well, if, he's displaying, if he's displaying their colors on his on himself, he's probably pretty closely aligned with his people. Yeah, probably. Uh, he could be freshly banished from his people. It, it depends. Uh, so is that? I think that's enough for a success. Mm-hmm. Uh, maybe one advantage. How do you want to spend those two advantage? Have we established what his like main weapon, like primary weapon? Might oh, be? It's, it's definitely a great sword. Okay. Yeah, I mean, he's got a couple like daggers. Um, and, uh, let's see, he's got a, he's got a couple daggers and, um, a short sword, but he's also got a, a great sword. Okay. That's his primary weapon. Like I said, very, very Conan the Barbarian sort of motif sure. going on here. Okay. I'm just trying to think. Like, no shield. Do go. He does he would, he would probably like laugh at someone who had a shield like you puny like why do you need a shield the best yeah, defense yeah, is Leo. perfect offense you know <laughs> yeah i'm just thinking if things go end up going sideways and this guy becomes an enemy it'd be nice to know a little bit about him and yeah. how we might be able to approach it definitely a skilled fighter i would say hmm. he probably is probably very skilled in all of those weapons he has on him it's probably more dangerous immediate threat than say the tinkerer Maybe you'd have to if you really wanted to know that you'd have to make a a, a check on the tinker to see right what his gig was <laughs> right. I, it's, it's it's like nighttime at this point, right? Yeah, it, it's at night. It's nighttime at this point. It's probably progressed to to probably early early night, probably around eight eight ish, eight thirty ish, maybe nine ish. Yeah, and yeah, y'all probably do have an early morning. Uh, make me a perception check. It's gonna be a hard three purple. Uh, and I think you throw on a black die because there's a lot still going on in this tavern. Leo does not throw on a black die. All right, so he removes with knack for it. You got a knack for it? I got a knack for it. I've got a knack for it too. So well done. I do not. I'm also not wearing my brass nose. So I'm. Oh, you want to? Yeah, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Yeah, that's all right. <laughs> I'm not entirely sure if I actually want to use it or not. <laughs> Okay, I succeed with the threat. Okay. Who's next? That's a failure with an advantage. Jeez. Cool. Gotcha. Five, five successes, one advantage. This is this is fitting. My like head shoots back and like light shoots out of my eyes. <laughs> <laughs> ah! I, I see, see all. all. <laughs> um, okay, so Leo, you notice that the eagle is like just dead staring you guys down he just has you look over at it and at first you're like oh man that's a that's a really pretty eagle like i saw it but man that's really pretty and then like it just keeps staring at you and it doesn't blink so you're almost i'm gonna give you one strain it just unnerves you this eagle just keeps staring at you so that's a successor that's a success you notice it but it kind of wigs you out that this eagle is just, just boring holes in you. Um, Makra, you notice that the orc and the tinker um, seem to be more friendly. Like, you don't really notice anything. You just notice, like, the orc and the tinker seem to might know each other. Um, they came, they were sitting at the same table. They stayed. They haven't made it obviously known, but it seems like there is some history 
kind of like maybe like Hector and, and Riley have like there's at least some they know each other um but man they worked together in the past that, yeah that orc is just slamming down the beer the ale he's doing his clan proud and you guys you both uh leo and uh, seth you guys kind of go back to um whatever y'all are doing or getting ready for the night to head in for the night turn in for the night and kaji you notice that as Mrs. Foster is about to leave the tavern. She stops and looks back towards the bar. And then after that, um, after she leaves, then you notice that a few minutes later, um, Riley gets up and she heads out sort of a side door over behind towards the right of the tavern. Well, how, how do you want to use that advantage? What my guy's thinking over and over in his head when all this stuff kicked off was that, man, the last time we got ambushed was in that bar. In <laughs> there. And um, we're in a city where we have one girl that something bad happened to her and then she got amnesia. We have two adventures I've met that have claimed, uh, well, that are prime candidates to not wanting to touch silver, Idis. Um, I'm not sure what's going on, but I'm starting to wonder if these are fellow adventurers or if maybe we should be a lot more lookout. Gotcha. Is what I've been thinking. So if my advantage could relate to that, that could be part of it. The other thing would be just to figure out kind of what's going on here. She goes first and says, basically, you surmise, thank you to Gunther and the Orc. You know Gunther's name. You don't know the Orc's name. She then talks to Hector and Riley at the bar, right? Okay, so Gunther and, and, and the Orc are sitting sort of almost straight across from you guys, so behind uh, uh, the people at the bar because they have their backs turned to them. Riley and Hector at the bar, talking to the bartender, drinking. And then finally, Mrs. Foster comes to y'all. When Mrs. Foster leaves y'all, she gets to the door. You notice she looks directly back at what seems the general vicinity of the bar or the other table. You are unsure at who she is looking to. Okay. Does she like nod or anything? Does she go, uh huh, and like touch the sides of her nose? Yes. She just sort of looks back and, and slightly nods and then leaves out the tavern, walks to the left. And then you see Riley get up and head off towards the right, which would be the left as well. And then after that, it seems suspiciously awkward that the orc and the halfling would get up as well after they just saw the dark elf get up and leave while Hector is still at the bar and Hector seemed all full protective of Riley okay guys this is what I saw what all do you think it means I, I think it means we might need to step in to protect Riley but, but we think Riley's in danger it was kind of my interpretation based on the fact that she left and this lady gave a nod, and the other people then left, and it seemed like they were going after her. I'm going to go investigate, guys. Uh, if you want to come with, come with. And I'm I'm going. I'm going? Yeah, of course I'm going. 
Okay. Can we bring Hector along? Yeah, that's what we're going to yeah. talk to Hector. Y'all go get Hector. Yeah, hey, be- Hector. Hello again. Hey, uh, my buddy saw some people eyeing Riley and looking like they were actually going to hurt her. We're going to go see if we can help out. Who was eyeing her? Gaji? I'm already gone. Like I said, I'm, I'm just going. I'm, I'm going to be told if he told us it was Lady <laughs> Yeah, is, is Lady. Uh, uh, oh, yeah. I mean, yeah. And, and oh, the other mercenaries. Well, um, he looks around and goes, well, she's not here. Where did she, where did you see where she went? Uh, he said he, I, I repeat what Kaji said. Okay. She disappeared uh, into a door. So, uh, well, he looks around the corner and goes, well, there's no door there, but there is a window. Shall we follow after her or shall we take a different route? We're going to follow up to Kaji. Gotcha, which way do you go? Do you go through the front doors? I, I, went, I went out the we, door. We follow wherever the girl went. I'm trying to be stealthy, just so everybody knows. <laughs> you follow after Riley. Kachi, make me a stealth check. Uh, Makra and Leo, you guys can make a stealth check as well. Or one of you guys can make a stealth check and you can help the other person. I'm fine with that. Makra, if you'll make a stealth check, I'm not stealth. <laughs> I've got some agility. I think that's what stealth works off of. In fact, I would like for people to see me first. It's going to be difficulty? a three purple difficulty, but you get, you get, because it is night, you get to add three um, boost die. Three boost die. That is the night uh, stealth for stealth checks. All right. So three boost die. Kachi's going to be rolling three. Like five <laughs> boost die. Yeah. And a three purple difficulty? Yep. Against my three green. So here we go. You have story points. Oh, well, okay. I already rolled. That is three success and two advantage. All right. I'm stealthy. Oh, dang. (laughs) Oh, geez. Sorry. Oh, man. Kachi. Uh, All right. So I I can help the others? Yeah, you can help Leo get there. Um, The two advantage is you see Riley head into... You go out the back of this this building and uh, sort of the back right of this building. And you realize, like, the window was left sort of open. And really, from y'all's perspective, y'all didn't even know there was a window over in this corner. Y'all just knew, like, why is she going over in this corner? Like, Kat G was like, this doesn't make sense. Like, there's nothing over there except for a table. And she just disappeared. Um, And you guys exit the window and you crouch down and you see a figure a hooded figure go into the building sort of behind and to the right it looks like it might be some sort of like warehouse or barn um kachi you start following mrs foster and um she doesn't see you but <laughs> you notice a figure with a duster and um, a cowboy hat following close behind you. Like a French maid in a cowboy hat. Got it. Or not a duster, a poncho. Sorry. No, a poncho. A duster, duster coat. No, fine. poncho. Poncho. Yeah, I, that's, what I, that's what I envisioned in my head. You sort of see the, the shadows sort of following after you. How do you want to spend that six advantage, even though you, you failed your stealth check? Um, you like. Yeah, how would you want to spend? I'll just let you do it. 
Uh, well, I would uh, start kind of evading, you know. I'm following this monster, but also I noticed I'm being fo- followed. So I'm going to start doing making, you know, turns and stuff just to try to lose the, lose the guy. I'd rather lose the guy at this point. Leo, I think you could cut down the side alley to the left. And um, if you want, you can sort of throw some boxes in the way for this guy to keep you f- keep from following you. You mean Kachi, right? Kachi. I'm sorry, not Leo. I'm sorry, Kachi. Yes, Kachi. Uh, yeah. I just turned around and said, hey. <laughs> hey. Want some crocodiles? <laughs> you see Mrs. Foster walking down the end of the lane and take a left. Okay. And the guys follow me from which direction? Uh, behind you and to the right. So he's sort of like coming from over at the the market, at least. Okay. So then I think, I mean, I would take a, a right. Okay. Then, I mean, I would take a left and then I would go here and then try to double back. Okay. So you take off towards the right and try and double back. All right. Make me another... Um, stealth check, and you can upgrade your ability dice. Two purple and a red. But it's nighttime, so you get to add three boost. Plus your two for your cloak. And you get to upgrade your ability dice, so you get to roll two yellow and one green. Hey! Got three successes and one advantage. Uh, three successes and four advantage. Three successes and four advantage. Okay. You definitely outrun him, and you sort of like outrun him to the point where you can easily get around the the corner. He's still following you, and you can kind of hear him like sort of looking around. And then you run into, I want to say this, you run into an old friend. You hear a voice from the darkness go, Hey, hey, my old friend is, is Cat G. Hey, it's old Tom, man. You need some help evading the law tonight? Well, that would definitely be a big help, I say, and I go over to him. Leave it to old Tom. And uh, with that, he pulls out like six smoke bombs and goes, Let's make it rain! It just throws it up in the air. <laughs> Content of this podcast remains property of the Hazardous Casual Podcast. Genesis Troll Playing Game, Genesis Logo, and Realm Terranoff, property of Venice and Flight Games. Any content used from Genesis Founder belongs to their respective owners. The hilarious setting and sending book is property of the Hazardous Casual Podcast.